how to focus when your business is in trouble. Let's face it, it's hard enough running a business when life is kind of going okay, but when life is not going okay, it can be that much harder to stay focused because everything feels like an emergency. I'm going to share some thoughts on this. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast. And you might be thinking to yourself, what gives this guy a right to have a podcast? Uh, Well, the truth is I have a microphone and some software and some things to share, and this is how I do it. There's no financial benefit to me doing this, but selfishly, this podcast gives me the opportunity to work through some of the things that I'm thinking about in any given week or day. And that's usually a result of the work that I'm doing with entrepreneurs that find themselves in a tough spot because that is how I spend my days. I spend my days jokingly with my children, uh, being an adult babysitter, but uh, (laughs) all jokes aside, uh, I spend my days solving problems and trying to work through difficult moments with entrepreneurs that find themselves in a corner. And so this podcast is my way to share some of those learnings with whomever might be listening in hopes that it either uh, puts a stone in your shoe so that you can get back to your business and make some changes or gives you some encouragement that you're not alone because being an entrepreneur is a very, very lonely place. And while there are uh, no shortage of blogs and podcasts and videos that uh, give you all the good stuff about being an entrepreneur, I tend to operate in a space where uh, things aren't always great as an entrepreneur, and it can actually be pretty tough, and it can be lonely. And so in my little way, um, this podcast is meant to not just help me flesh out my own thinking, but to share all of this with others who might find themselves in that same spot so that they can be encouraged, or they can be um, motivated to make some changes. And today, Again, just kind of how my weeks uh, tend to fall into place. Uh, I have uh, seen sort of this trend of, I don't know, maybe in the last three three coffees or maybe four coffees that I've had or, or, or email dialogues with entrepreneurs. There's a theme right now about how to, how to stay focused when a business is in trouble. And uh, I found myself... Um, you know, probably sharing some truisms or some things that you've uh, that these folks have probably heard before. Uh, but I thought it was worth mentioning because if you do find yourself in a difficult moment, it almost seems like every little piece of helpful advice just gives you it puts a little bit more gas in your gas tank and helps you get to where you want to be. And I do think that being focused as an entrepreneur is hard enough under normal circumstances. Let's face it, as an entrepreneur, our job is to pull together people and resources so that uh, we can take advantage of an opportunity, create some value, get paid for that value, and uh, produce a meaningful living for those people that work for us and do a good job of leveraging the resources that we have. And our job is to lead and to get out in front and to show people how it's done, to lead by example. Um, But that usually comes with having to be a jack or jill of all trades. And so there's a lot of things to focus on on any given day, but it gets a little bit dicier or a little bit harder to do when your business is in trouble. Because if you just assume that you've got kind of your normal, um, your normal set of tasks or your, your normal, uh, course of business activities that you do, you have to then layer on dealing with creditors, probably dealing with the government, dealing with the bank, probably not getting a lot of sleep at night. And so being focused is really, really hard. 
And what I found in situations where it feels like the wheels are really falling off the bus and life is just not coming together the way you want it to come together, and you feel like you're on really shaky ground, that the best thing to do is to focus on the outcomes that you can be responsible for. And so what I mean by that is entrepreneurs, and I'm guilty of this. In fact, I can can probably, in this example, illustrate the point of this whole episode, which is when my business was in trouble, I found that I would distract myself with meaningless tasks and would justify it to myself as, you know, this, let me pick one, a bank reconciliation. I got to do this bank reconciliation because my books have got to be up to date. Meanwhile, the house is on fire and we are having trouble uh, getting our service to produce a profit because the market had changed and the service that uh, our business had provided, which was mortgage brokerage, uh, was falling apart. The market had frozen, people's uh, mortgage commitments were no longer valid, and we were having people move into, or people who had purchased homes or commercial properties that were no longer able to count on the bank giving them a mortgage because banks had just decided almost overnight that they weren't financing anything. So that created a massive a massive chaotic moment in my life. And I do recall that to get away from all of it, because it just felt so overwhelming, that I would fill my days, some days, many days, probably too many days, with just doing mindless tasks. And maybe part of that was just a mental reprieve. Maybe I was doing a lot of that just to sort of feel like I could win at something because I felt like I was losing at everything else. Um, But I also see... I see that happening with other entrepreneurs. You know, it, it, having been through uh, a difficult moment and a few uh, uh, difficult moments myself and then having walked through them with other entrepreneurs, um, you know, you can kind of see how this, how this happens, that there is no shortage of things to keep yourself busy. Let's just face it, right? As an entrepreneur, there's always a new project. There's always a new shiny thing. There's always something that a conversation we have to have or a quote-unquote meeting that we have to hold with our staff to talk about an issue. And you know what? All those things are important. I don't want to be dismissive of how important it is to to take care of all the tasks in your business. But the truth is when your business is in trouble, you got to focus on the tasks where you can directly um, affect the outcome. The simplest example of that is you can always make a sales call. You know what? There's always going to be time to do a bank reconciliation. There's always going to be time to do an inventory count. There's always going to be time to clean your office and sort out your filing. But none of those things are going to get your business to where it needs to be if it's having a hard time. Um, Sales is a pretty simple one because that is something where you can directly influence the outcome. Uh, versus a different task, maybe like whether or not a creditor is going to take legal action against you. There's not really much that you can do to influence that outcome. I mean, you can be forthright, you can be honest, you can be transparent, but if a creditor is having problems of their own or they just simply don't believe you or they're nervous or they're scared and they're going to take legal action, well, then you just sort of got to roll with it. But you can always pick up the phone and try to get another sale. You can always pick up the phone and uh, try to find or try to talk to an existing customer who might have another customer for you because when your business is in trouble, it's probably in trouble because of finances. Your finances are out of whack because maybe your business was never profitable to begin with or you didn't know if it was profitable, but now you need money. The easiest way to get money is to simply go out and sell. And so that is an activity that you can focus on depending on the nature of your business your ability to go out and work directly side by side with your staff or with your team 
to affect an outcome is another option. If you have people in your business that are selling or you have people in your business that are fulfilling orders, there's an opportunity for you to go with them and help them out and make sure that the time that your team has available is being used to is being used properly that your team is also not doing useless activities and uh, I can think of, of an example in real time right now we have a there's a business that that uh, I have an interest in that I'm a part of and we have lots of great folks on our team um, and it isn't unusual that our folks get distracted with trying to do um, sort of smaller tinier tasks that really aren't adding any value to our business in fact if the business was in trouble, it would add nothing. If the business was doing great, it would add nothing. These are just time filler tasks. And they become time filler tasks because uh, in certain situations, the team isn't being led well, so they fill their time with whatever work they can find. Uh, whereas, um, you know, as a leader, you want to stand beside your staff. You want, if your business is in trouble and every dollar counts, which means every second counts, which means that as the leader, you need to stand with your team and make sure that what they're doing is meaningful and is is uh, is getting you the outcome that you want. So if you want to make your customers happier because they can do more business with you, then you need to work with your team to make sure that's happening. If you need more sales, you can sit with your sales team, pick up the phone, and start making phone calls. If you already know that there are a bunch of creditors waiting to knock on your door and make your life miserable in your business, then you can uh, book some time with your lawyer to go and uh, strategize about how you're going to get ahead of the the incoming onslaught uh, that you feel is around the corner. So how do you focus when your business is in trouble? You you do. You focus. That, I think, is the key. You don't let yourself be distracted by doing 10 things at 10%. If you've listened to me for any measure of time, you know that, that I say uh, 10 things at 10% does not equal 100. It equals 10. And you as the entrepreneur, your biggest asset is your personal time. And if you can't control that time and you're letting other people control that time for you, then you are already in a position where you are not affecting the outcome. You are having the outcome affected by other people. And so um, you may be saying, but Dylan, you know, I have to meet with my staff and I have to answer questions and I have to give them direction and, and uh, I just can't get around that. I just feel like I'm being pulled in a thousand different directions. Okay. Now that you've got that out of your system, uh, what you should be doing is scheduling time with the people that need your attention, but doing, but holding them accountable as well. So if you have uh, two hours available on a Tuesday afternoon, you make sure that you're available for those two hours. You answer questions efficiently. You deal with issues efficiently. You don't let them go on and on and on. And you get on to the next thing that you need to do. If sales are something that you need to focus on, then you got to firewall your time and you got to put yourself in a position to do nothing but sales. If your team, uh, if you feel like your your team is trying to move a boulder up a hill, then you have to measure out some time where you can go and help them do some of the heavy lifting. And it really is just being account. I mean, no one's going to hold you accountable because as the entrepreneur, I mean, you're you're at the top of the pyramid. But that also creates um, an opportunity for you to be more accountable than anyone else in your organization because if your business is in trouble, you can't be doing 10 things at 10%. you got to be doing one thing at 100%. So you got to focus on the things that matter the most. And entrepreneurs, myself included, have a funny way of justifying everything 
um, that we do because we think all of it is important, but we have to be honest and we have to say in the current moment that we're in right now of all, let's just say there's 10 things or there's 15 constant things or there's 15, 10 to 15 tasks or items that you are constantly having to deal with. You have to make the decision to say, I'm no longer dealing with items seven through 15, and I'm only dealing with items one through six, because if we get items one through six taken care of, then items seven through 15 don't even matter, because they will, they will, they will um, solve themselves. The problem will solve themselves. And I think entrepreneurs think that they have to solve every problem. And the truth is that uh, they don't have to solve every problem. They only have to solve the problems that matter. And the problems that matter change every every phase and every stage that your business goes through. And if your business is in trouble, doing the things that matter means you have to let go of the things that don't matter that under normal circumstances would just be part of your quote-unquote job description. So how do you stay focused when your business is in trouble? You make a list of the things that matter those same things have to be tasks or issues where you can directly impact the outcome and then you double down and you get to work and you get the result that you're looking for. If your business is in trouble, this is not the time to scramble and to overwork yourself needlessly. You do have to take your time seriously and you have to deploy it in the places where it's going to have the biggest uh, impact and the biggest outcome. And to sort of put a nice little bow around this in my business when I finally got my feet beneath me after uh, realizing that next month wasn't going to be any different than this month, in fact, was probably going to be worse. Um, I then just started understanding and deciding, making decisions, right or wrong. I just started making decisions about the things that had to happen and I wasn't prepared to negotiate them. That included letting staff go and scheduling time to make sure that I did that. It included calling our vendors and suppliers, which at the time were banks, to make sure that I had a very good understanding of the banks that were lending and under what criteria were they going to lend. And then making decisions about getting rid of um, my office space because it was way too much. We had, oh, we had oodles of square footage, retail square footage to boot. Um, and I just one by one by one by one started attacking the things that mattered. And at the end of the day, here I am on this podcast telling you that, guess what? Life did work out. Uh, probably could have worked out a little faster, a little better. Had someone told me, focus on the things that you can affect the outcome on and let the other things just happen organically by themselves, I probably oh, I might probably be in a different place. But I'm not. I'm here telling you, focus on the things where you can directly impact the outcome and that outcome will put your business in a better position. That's the stuff that you lean into. And everything else... You have to let it organically sort itself out or you have to create space and create time for those tasks and those issues to be uh, dealt with and to not let other people run your calendar but to make sure you're running your calendar because your time is the only thing that is going to be leveraged to get the result that your business needs, including leading your team and making sure that they're focused uh, as well. So that's it. If you're listening to this today and you're finding yourself in a difficult spot and overwhelmed by uh, the chaos and overwhelmed by, in your mind, what appears to be a thousand things, take out a piece of paper, take out a pen, and be honest with yourself and say, what are the only things that matter right now? What are the top three things or the top five things that matter? And what are the thing? And, and of those you know, three or five things, can I impact the outcome of them? 
so that our business is in a better position? If the answer is no, then replace that thing with something else. If the answer is yes, then get to work and make it happen. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, running a business is not easy. Being an entrepreneur is a lonely place, but hopefully in, in these last 15 minutes, you have found some solace and maybe uh, you got a stone in your shoe or you're feeling a little bit encouraged, but hang in there. It's not going to feel like this forever. You will be here a year from now, uh, grateful for what has transpired. Hopefully you will be smarter and wiser and would have ended up building a better business having gone through this particular moment. So thanks for tuning in and uh, hopefully we'll see you or hear you, or watch you, or find you on the next episode.